Marcus is like, okay, we done? <laughs> is it my you, turn? You've been is it my turn? How you been read ads so we can get everything to for time. <laughs> Gabe went super long. Right, well, yeah, I mean, like, I thought it was eight minutes, but, it, but apparently it was ten. <laughs> or something like that. It's close to ten. I don't know. Um, Marcus, you've been traveling, man. Are we are we on backstage? Yeah, we're backstage right now. Yeah, no, we like a break or something. No, 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 no break. Yeah, we're here. Rest for the wicked. That's how we do it. That's right. You weren't traveling. You were in Florida and then Tennessee. I'm actually. You you went to Florida to do a pitch. Yeah, I was stuck in Texas. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I was more interested about your Tennessee event than than your pitch event in Florida. Um, what happened? You guys just you and Jason decided to put on like this creators artist event in Tennessee. Yeah, it was kind of it was really random. So one of the things that we've been having a lot of success with is really just attracting the attention of artists and filmmakers yeah. into what we're doing uh, with Lore. And so the idea was really it was Jason's ideas. Why don't we just stop in Nashville on the way back? And just meet with, you know, six or seven, I think six or seven of the artists around that area that we've already signed contracts for, for Lore, and just hang out at the Cigar Lounge. And so we did that, and six became 10, and 10 became 15. And then we were like, oh, no, we need a, we actually need a venue. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the Cigar Lounge is... Uh, can't just do just, a public place anymore. Yeah, 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 we can't do it. And uh, so we, thankfully, uh, the the CREC church down there in Franklin, Tennessee, yeah, um, uh, Trinitas Academy, yeah. uh, opened up their 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 building for us, and so we put out a public, uh, basically a public invite that said just RSVP and come, and we had fifty five artists and filmmakers wow. who work in the conservative film industry. All of them, these guys are like yeah. high level folks. High level yeah. folks. They came. Um, just to hear what we were doing and just really, it was really great because you, you got to see really the, the heart of these artists to really make content that glorifies God. And they're just not given that opportunity to do that. Right. So the, wow. the typical faith based film industry, um, every, well, actually faith based media industry, uh, it was all created, you know, with Bibles, movies, and books was all created for the 35 year old soccer mom who shops at Lifeway Christian Bookstore. Right. And they're still pushing that audience, even though those bookstores are gone. Right. <clears throat> but with streaming, men is the predominant uh, category, audience, category the, the, the yeah. audience uh -huh. for, for streaming. They're the ones that make those decisions in their home. And, and we found that uh, at least most filmmakers are men and they want to tell stories for men. Um, and so that's sort of, we've just really been blessed, I think, with this, uh, I don't know if it's a, a reformation or it's, it's, if it sort of feels like, a um, like during the reformation when the artists started to get a hold of the scriptures, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. right. And they're like, oh, we, we want to, you know, make songs and Luther figured out how to print hymn books and yeah. stuff like that for the first time. Um, that's sort of what it feels like. There's, there's just, we have the abilities now. And part of what Laura is doing is creating that platform, that sort of printing press for artists to be able to tell the stories um, that no one else will, will let them tell. Mm -hmm. And so just to see, we had 55 artists there. We had some pretty big industry people there who were basically uh, testified to the monster that they built. Mm. Um, you know, mm. I mean, we're talking about guy, a guy that was there raised millions of dollars for the film industry and said, got up there in front of everybody. It was unbelievable. It still gives me chills. 
But he basically says, I built the monster that Marcus and Jason are trying to slay. Mm. And he told all the artists wow. to go with Marcus and Jason because they are who they say they are. Mm-hmm. And I was just, it was really just not expected, just really unbelievable moment. And then, and then, you know, and then, but the other big thing was, you know, it's not about whether or not these artists sign a contract with lore. It's a whether or not they get to meet other artists and then maybe do something on their own. And, you know, just what we want is just, we want to, there, there hasn't, the church hasn't really reached out to artists. Um, uh, uh, in in a in a in a good way in a, in a way that which uh, encourages them in their work. Mm-hmm. Um, even recently, like one of the most effective things I think that's happened in the past, I would say maybe five years, ten years, is your documentary uh, on critical race theory that you did with Founders. By what standard? It reached a, the common man with mm. these very high ideals that until your documentary has been locked up, you know, you know, at, at private Mar-a-Lago events where they talk at a very high level, but you brought it down to the common person. And I I think, I think once we, the, the, like we need stories to fight the culture. Um, we don't have these, we don't have stories. Um, and, 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 and you can't, you can't just write a hundred million dollar check and get a blockbuster. Right. right, it didn't work for Gina Carano. I can't even remember the name of her fi- her film. Right, with Daily Wire. Was yeah, with Daily the Daily Wire. Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like just writing a big check doesn't create blockbusters. Marvel is only successful because it had a hundred years of Marvel comics. Right. Yeah, they had some equity. A hundred years. Wow. Yeah. Right? right, and so when we talk about freeing artists, they're screwing that up quickly. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about, uh, you know. Uh, creating a platform that's going to make $100 million films, $10 million films. We're creating at Lore this independent punk rock sandbox for low-budget films. Some of them are going to hit. Some of them aren't. But ultimately, at the core, we're creating a place that uh, Christian artists uh, uh, haven't had, and that, that's, that's, they have the ability to fail. Mm-hmm. And, right? And, and they can do that. They can pitch a story. It, the audience might hate it. Uh, but it's the audience's responsibility uh, to to basically say, I don't want that. Um, and then uh, if they do want it and then it turns out bad, <laughs> then the free market gets to make that decision yeah. of whether or not that guy gets another chance or not. Right. Mm-hmm. But but, you know, that's the great thing about comedy clubs is every every great comic, you know, even like Kevin Hart, he could fill a stadium. Yeah. Uh, but he, st- he still goes and performs in underground clubs to make sure to joke. The, works. the jokes work. It works. Yeah, or he has to have the freedom to bomb. Yeah, right. And and he chooses and, the right place to go bomb too. You, you don't want yeah, to bomb. Right. That's right. <laughs> I want to bomb in front of fifty folks, not that's, five thousand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. So so that's why we're just creating this independent, this independent uh, sort of art house. Uh, we're not trying to be the hundred million dollar Daily Wire streaming platform. We're just trying to be uh, a smaller, low budget, and, and we haven't had that. Like Blumhouse. You, yeah, exactly. Like Bloomhouse sort of style. Like Bloomhouse for the, for those that don't know that are watching, like Bloomhouse was the ones that created these like B-rated horror movies. Um they know they're bad horror movies, but they're super low budget. Well, almost um, CB. Yeah, they're not yeah. yeah, they're like they're they're bottom of the barrel. Also uh uh the well, well, Get Out was high high budget, wasn't that's it? That's five million. Oh, that's not bad. No, they yeah. Were, yeah, that's, that's their, right model. their model is to go somewhere between one and five million dollars yeah. per film. Yeah, I was I was thinking more Tromo. Uh, so a uh, trauma, sorry, trauma was, uh, James, uh, 
is the, who's the guy that's running DC? James Gunn, right? Yeah, now, yeah. Right? So oh my James, goodness! James, Don't even get me started. James Gunn started Troma, which was just like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, just like you know, almost like the Sharknado movies. Way back then, they were selling VHS tapes out of the car, right? Just like, almost like hip hop artists were yeah, selling yeah, yeah. CDs. Mm-hmm. They were doing that with like just really purposely terrible films. Uh, but they knew what they were. They knew they were low budget. They knew they were doing that, and and it was it was a trauma that now James Gunn is is it James Gunn? Is that the name right? James Gunn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, James Gunn is now head of DC for Warner Brothers, and Which he's is a redoing it. <laughs> well, we can have that conversation. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Zach I'm just saying, Snyder, the, Zach Snyder. <laughs> These, oh, my producer puts a thumb down for Zack Snyder. (laughs) You won't even make a 30 minute commercial as good as Zack Snyder, Neil. All I'm saying is uh, these story empires that we have take time to build. Granted, they take time and they take money and investment, of course. Uh, but but what we need to start thinking in terms of stories is what's the 40, 50, 60 year plan, uh, right? How do we teach? Uh, complex theological doctrines using stories and parables that at least can get get in the minds of the culture in such a way that when they actually hear the word of God, they're reminded of stories uh, that help influence that. Because because that's what the left is doing right now with like LGBT and diversity and well, all that stuff. Sort of, they're preaching, yeah. Like all, the, I mean, they're absolutely worse than pure flicks in how the left preaches leftism. <laughs> and wokeism and source. It's way worse than yeah. what Beerflex is doing. Um, but they've built that for the past, you know, 50, 60 years, you know, a hundred years. Yeah, they've, they've built us. that platform to where now they can just like punch you in the face over and over again. And that, and you know, that's all there is. You can't so. become numb. So I want to, yeah. one of the things I, I caught wind through the grapevine. Um, you know, you talked about at that meeting in Tennessee, you talked about the Trinity distribution and art. Yeah. Can you kind of give me your talk? Cause I, <laughs> well, I'm I, still I, working on it. So it's, you know, not, nothing like discussing the Trinity, <laughs> working through the Trinity. You might be a heretic. Public, uh, Marcus might be a heretic. <laughs> well, if, if. Well, well, I think one of the things that, that separates lore from our competitors, what has to be something that separates us is our Trinitarian worldview. Mm. Um, the, the Mormons at VidAngel don't have it. Angel, they don't have it. Uh, the Netflix sure ain't got it. Netflix sure doesn't have it. <laughs> Sony Affirm is Buddhist in Japan, right? So that's now yeah. owned by Sony. Um, and then uh, you have uh, the Jews at Daily Wire. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but the Jews are on Daily Wire. <laughs> so, so you you ba- you you don't have any really solidly Trinitarian streaming platforms at the moment. Um, uh, so. My, my, I've just been like thinking through like what separates lore, uh, and and then one is in the in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, he said, "Let us make right." So there was a trinitarian uh, act of mm-hmm. creation. The first thing we see about God is an artistic trinitarian act, and so one of the things that's valuable there is that uh, within the Trinity, because it's three in one, it doesn't require. God's artwork doesn't require distribution, right? So it, mm-hmm. it, it just exists and it is seen and it is determined to be good completely within the, the nature of the Trinity. Well, yeah, so it's distribution is a triune God, right? Like yeah. The, it, yeah. Well, the, fa- the son creates and, yeah. then, and then, you know, he creates for the father, right? So, so there is this act of he's creating for someone 
within this with within this when it within his being um and so so that's so that's number one so the the so with with us as Christians, when we create our primary desire is not distribution, it's to glorify God because he's the he's the main artist that sees uh our work he's mm-hmm. our he's 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 the main uh i guess you could say the main person at the museum that's mm. going to take a look at our work and and judge it and de- and determine if it's good or not um secular artists their main focus is getting that deal right get like i want to get the netflix deal i want to get this and then because of that i want to get the disney deal and because of that they're willing to compromise on the art uh, on the art uh for the sake mm-hmm. of the distribution, mm-hmm. or yeah, I, I wouldn't even say compromise. They're told where the lines are. Yeah, and they just—I you know, don't think they even have a standard, which is why they're able to. That's probably true too. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, some do, and some are some are just taking the check. Sure, right? and, and a, a lot yeah. of those are Christian artists who mm-hmm. are just taking the check, and they're they don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so there is a but, but ultimately, um, uh, the. The, our dis- the the be- because Christians already have distribution, their focus is just to create the best piece of art possible. So what we want to do is is create a platform that recognizes that God is the main audience, um, and 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 because of that, it should free our artists to be able to make whatever they want. And and w- when I say that, I'm not speaking in a in a uh, 1970s hippie art sort of vibe where just you know you know or a, or what's a what's the burning man sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. art vibe where just do whatever you want man like that sort of stuff what what i'm saying is that that as as a christian at, at lore we believe that christians are going to make content that to the best of their ability glorifies god so we don't have to give them a whole massive list of do's and don'ts mm. uh we can just say go and make yeah. um and and we can trust them for that we do have standards at lore obviously we have no nudity and no blasphemy laws uh but but every every platform is going to have their own their own you know their own laws right like a a streaming channel like true blue for example is all police oriented yeah. programming right so they have their own laws too yeah. Um, so we have our own laws, no nudity, no blasphemy, but ultimately it's really just, we just want to f- see what happens when the artist is completely free, uh, to just tell the craziest, most ridiculous stories possible, but the stories that are on their heart. And because we've done that, uh, we have, re- we have signed some amazing contracts with artists like Chris Savino, who's producer and director of Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory. The guy's built like $100 million brands. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Tenaple. We were, we were just hanging out with Doug Tenaple the other night. Um, just in, in his projects. I mean, he was a showrunner for 100 uh, episodes of, Net, uh, of VeggieTales on Netflix. He was the guy, right? Um, and so... Uh, you know, he's he's the guy that actually made the non-woke version of VeggieTales, right? right? On Netflix. Put it on Netflix. Uh, but so so we have like really amazing talent, really amazing artists, and all we've said is just we don't we don't we can we can give you the uh, the 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 hope of money, but the guarantee of freedom, and that's how HBO was built. Yep. That's how Cartoon Network, Adult Swim was built. All these major billion-dollar brands that are now just reduced to tabs on an app. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're just, you know, we have four antenna TV channels again. 
Right. We have Netflix, right. Disney. Yeah. Um, right. right. So, so, and, and yeah, and all yeah. these major MTV, they're just tabs on the app now. Yeah. Um, and, and so now we have a really neat opportunity to create a distinct cable brand that over the next 20 or 30 years actually becomes a cultural staple. Um, and that's, that's sort of, I think, I think we're going to do it. I, 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 it's always been a fight, but it, it seems like right now, after that event in Nashville, it was like, oh, we're really on to it. And um, investors follow the artists, right? That's mm. what they do in New York City. That's how they built Tribeca. Real estate investors, we were told we were actually walking, me and Jason were walking around Tribeca. And uh, we were with a location manager and real estate guy who works on Hollywood sets. And he's showing us, you know, here's the Ghostbusters firehouse and all this stuff. And he said, did you ever wonder how Tribeca got built? And I was like, no, how? He's like, well, real estate investors in New York City are told, follow the artists. Huh. Where the artists are, that's where the real estate investors are supposed to go. Now, think mm -hmm. about that. Because they're building culture. They're building culture. And, and that brings people. And we were just in Orlando. where yeah. Me and Jason are walking around Disney Springs. I just took an artist uh, to lunch uh, who is making Barely Biblical, which is our animated cartoon yeah. about uh, – uh, Teddy bears reenacting the most violent Old Testament Bible stories, yeah. right? It's, it's done well. I we, like have, we have yeah. we have eight-year-old kids that come up to Jason Farley at church and say, we're praying you find investment because we want to see that show. Mm. So every week, these kid, group of eight-year-old boys get together and they come up to Jason and they go, how was the week? We've been praying. For, right? So We want to see so, teddy bears get ripped sometimes apart. I, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. So we're, anyway, so we're walking around Disney Springs and I tell Jason, I said, we're in this whole city of Orlando. And it was stories that built this whole city. Mm -hmm. And Jason says it's worse than that. It was cartoons. Right. Like cartoons <laughs> built pretty yeah. much, honestly, all of Florida. I don't think many people even went to Florida at all prior to Disney. Well, and it, was, it wasn't just cartoons. It was cartoons that had a particular skin in the game and were fighting communism. They did fight communism. That, That's exactly they, right. It, it yeah. wanted to protect the future of children in America and said, you know what? If we're going to win against this monster, we're going to have to tell better stories than them because the stories that they are telling are competing with ours. Right. And so Walt knew that that was yeah. the case and that's what they were doing. That's how they you got Donald Duck story. fighting Hitler. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's right. And, yeah. he had, and he had Mickey Mouse on jets. Like they would paint Mickey Mouse on like fighter jets yep. and yep. all of that. Or, yep. Well, I guess it wasn't fighter jets back then, but it was the bombers the, or something. Yeah. The bombers okay. and stuff. They so, would always have the, so when does lore launch? So I, I think we're going to launch in, in, in the spring. So we're still going to solidify a date. Uh, okay. But but I think we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna figure it out. But there's gonna be a big launch party yeah, for sure. So if people so, want to watch some of the things that are going yeah. on at Lord. But Lord. I will say this: we are doing in April. Uh, uh, in April, we are doing uh, another creator meetup in LA. Oh, that would be interesting. So that so yeah. that is happening. So if you <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get that one out publicly, <laughs> don't give that one out publicly. No, because haters might be like, you know what? I hear Lawrence coming in town. <laughs> Well, y'all, y'all, y'all are starting to <laughs> seriously. Those you guys are starting to attract a certain type of caliber of, of people to what you're doing. That I think some who are smart in this industry would say, "Let's pour cold water on that." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think no, it's, I, it's I'm sure that that's, it's boiling up. Yeah. Um. So it'll 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 be interesting to see, um, how that is, how like what comes of that. Right now, we're sort of still like. You know, Nintendo and Sega in the 90s where Nintendo just ignored Sega. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think we have that advantage. That was 
that was Nintendo's downfall back then. Then here comes 16 bit. Yeah. Sega does what Nintendo don't. That was their ad, right? So, uh, <laughs> that was their famous ad. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's sort of, it's sort of, it'll be interesting to see, um, what happens, but, but it's exciting, man. Cause, cause I mean, we, we know, uh, that we're David versus Goliath here. You know, we're only asking 2 million yeah. for a raise, right? That's not, <laughs> that's nothing. That's yeah, nothing. Right, um, right. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been pretty successful at raising that and, uh, conti- continuing to raise and, and God's just blessed us with the right investors, with the right mindset who believe in what we're doing. And we haven't had to compromise at all, not once with, with anything we've done. And we continue to, we continue just to be that. I, I can't remember, uh, one last question: Did we have? Did we talk to you about the whole Stephen Crowder thing? I can't remember. If we no, did. you didn't. Oh, no, we didn't. You didn't talk to me about it. Yeah, me and Gabe talked about yeah, it on yeah, our, at three a.m. I think. Right? Oh, oh yeah, you guys were together when yeah, this whole thing. Yeah. We're, we're down in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma well, together. Because yeah, yeah. you're, you're working in the industry, you're having people. You know, I'm so thankful for Stephen Crowder and what he did. We we actually we actually scored artists away from Daily Wire because of that. Um, <laughs> be, because they saw that contract and they were like, there's no way I would ever sign that. Um, so, 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 uh, what, I, you know, I, I think we could, we could, I mean, obviously whether or not it was moral for him to release that sort of stuff or not. Um, I, I think it just de- de- depends on whether or not uh, you see, uh, daily wire as an enemy or not. Uh, I think his mistake was that he said they were friends. If he would have just come out and said, "Look, these people are enemies. Mm-hmm. They are not on the same team, and they're crushing everybody." Well, he wasn't going to come out and say nothing, but they had to say it was us, <laughs> right? I just, I do want right. to say that. Like, I'm not, hey, with, I'm, I don't agree ethically what he did. I right. think that, that's a, a uh, no, that's a promise. He put. I mean, everyone uh, knew it was the Daily Wire. I knew it was the Daily no, Wire. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Like, yeah. What factual evidence did you have? I just. What other? I just. What I just, other I just players felt that well, I know was the Daily what other, Wire based on conversations I've already been having? You saw. You knew the contracts because you had seen those. Kind what of other player in the game could have even thought Fox. about or wanted Crowder? No, Fox. No. Yeah, of course. No. He's not Fox. He's not Fox. But I'm just saying, you didn't know. You didn't know. He's only the only Daily Wire. You didn't yeah, there's town. Fox Nation. Daily Wire right. made a calculated move to say we want that smoke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they did. They they made a calculated move, and you didn't know that it was them. I had all kinds of other people in mind. It wasn't just well. Them. That's because Daily Wire is very monopolistic. They want they want any opportunity they can to crush any conservative competition. That's right. They're, that's going to be their downfall because they're not making any friends. Mm. They're not making any friends. Well, um, they still have yet to make great you know, content. I like what I like. Jason Farley says uh, we don't have. We're not a competition with other. We're, we're not a competition. We're Christians, so we're not a competition. That's our superpower, mm. right? Like we we understand uh, the best sort of free market capitalism happens when there's competition, yeah. right? Yeah. Like we know that the reason Pepsi and Coca Cola have an entire aisle in Walmart is because of competition, right. right? And you know, Red Bull tried to get in on that. And it didn't work, so they said, "You know what? Well, we're not a soda; we're an energy drink." Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they built a whole yeah. shelf space of energy drinks, yeah. right? For other energy drinks. And dr- so yeah, now yeah. we're trying to make this thing called conservative media, and we're, we we can't be fighting against the Daily Wire, right? Or, or like like, but but that that's what Jeremy Boring's worldview has yeah, created yeah. a very monopolistic view that's not very helpful, you know, um, towards building. A, a true competitor to our real enemies in Hollywood. And so, so people see it, artists see it. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, I, the, the, 
it's really incredible what's happening. And I think God is just really blessing us for our faithfulness. Um, and I'm excited. Yeah. So, but we will launch this spring. So when that is exactly, I don't know, have but to stay tuned to figure yeah, it out. It will be, That's yeah, awesome, we'll have Marcus. a big party I'm, for sure. I dig <laughs> that. I dig that. Happen. I want the invite. <laughs>